Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive in into the core of the gym business, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And as always here, I'm your host, Austin Montero, joined today by Jen Maturo of Pulse Studio in Hingham, Mass. Jen, how are you doing today? I am well. How about yourself? I am doing terrific. Thank you for coming on and joining us. I'm sure your schedule is hectic. I remember the gym ownership days. It is. It can get crazy. So appreciate you coming on today. Um, I, I appreciate you having me. Got it. Let's dive in here. Uh, okay. Why a fitness business? Why decide to go down this route of entrepreneurship within this industry? Just kind of talk to us and the listeners of you know, why you started, how it's been, how the journey's been so far. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, I, I can't say that I ever, um, it wasn't, you know, when I started getting certified in bar and teaching bar classes, I don't know it was necessarily in my head to ever own my own business and own my own studio. Um, I have three small children. Uh, so it's just kind of crazy. And so when I actually got certified, I got certified years ago, um, kind of put it on the back burner, then started teaching. And I kind of liked that um, ability to be able to teach at different studios and just go in, do my thing and leave. Um, and then COVID, the joy of the pandemic happened. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of us in the fitness industry were just literally left without a job. I mean, like it was basically like the gyms are going to close for two weeks. And, you know, I think the majority of us are all, um, our contract workers, right? So we were just like, okay, so that means we don't have a job for two weeks. And then obviously that went further. Um, and so, I mean, I, I, I took a quick second. I pulled um, my clients, like my, my base that I had at these different studios. And I was like, do you guys want to take this um, virtually? And what do you guys think? And the response I got was amazing. So I was like, we're just going to go with this. And when I look back, I, I kind of like giggle. It's like, we started with like my laptop, like my regular, like I, like iMac, like camera, which is trash. Like I was like trying to like test out microphones, trying to test out music situation. I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't have a technical background and I didn't have, you know, a massive support system like to back up with money. So I was just like, we're just going to do this. And I was like, if you guys want to move with me, we will do this. And I, you know, I propped the thing up on like a yoga block and we went from there and, and it just grew and it was fantastic. Um, as we kind of ebbed and flowed through the pandemic, I started doing outdoor classes. Um, to, to, we do um, beach bar, which is phenomenal. I'm lucky enough to be in the South shore of Massachusetts. We're right, you know, right on the beach, which was great. So when we felt safe and comfortable being outside together, uh, we did that, you know, of course we like did it with masks on when we started, which is very kind of amusing to think back like that we did this sure, nonsense, sure. right? But, um, and then, you know, Derby approached me. Um, so that's where, where Pulse is right now, Derby Street Shops in Hingham. They approached me and wanted to do um, outdoor, an outdoor fitness um, okay. Okay. classes. So I started um, taking my classes there and kind of building an, um, a base and kind of everyone was kind of set up as like, all right, we know that Jen's at Derby. Um, so basically Derby and I worked really well together. Um, WS is a fantastic, um, company. They own the majority of the developments here in Massachusetts, like the big ones. Um, 
So they were great. I had a few leases in my hand through this whole process. And I was like, eh, I'm not, no, I'm not right. I'm not right. You know, cause it was so, it was so strange and we didn't know like what was going to happen. And like, I was like, I don't want to teach in a mask and I don't want to be inside if people don't feel comfortable being inside. And I, I, you know, so I kind of held out and waited it out. And then when I felt like, all right, this is the time. I took that leap, but I mean, it's, it's scary. Like I did it, you know, I did it on my own. I didn't have any, um, a partner. I didn't have a backer. I didn't have anything. I was like, we will just do this. I did the build out the majority of the stuff, like right. down and dirty myself, like painting the walls, like, right. you know, um, uh, what is really nice about what WS does and they do it at Derby street. They do it at a few other, their other locations is they set it up as a, as a pop-up. So I had a six month lease. Okay. Um, the rent is drastically, um, cheaper than it would be for someone trying to get in, um, to a storefront property. So I was like, okay, we'll try this. I'll see it, see how it goes. And, and, you know, if I like fall and flat on my face and it, and it fails, then right. at least I'm only locked in for six months and I don't have to, you know what I mean? Like be, be stuck with this. So I tried to do a minimal, um, build out. Um, I'm very, very lucky that, um, I am a Lululemon ambassador. So, um, they helped a lot with, um, setting me up with mats and props and all that sort of thing. Um, they, they stacked my bathroom with all of their like self-care line, which is fantastic. Um, and we just, I was just like, well, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to see how it goes. And I kept the virtual on, um, I backed off actually, I guess I backed off the virtual stuff and just did my on demand, um, for a while, which was great. Cause I, I had done the virtual stuff and I was teaching, you know, four to five classes a day right. for the, you know, almost a year and a half. Yeah. So I had a, like, you know, hundreds of on-demand videos I could put up there. Right. So we did that. And I still have a lot of people that um, either knew me through Lululemon, found me on Instagram, yeah. that sort of thing that still take my classes. They're in New York, they're in Boston, they're um, in California, and they'll, they just do the, the on-demand and that works for them. And that's fantastic. Um, we just now started doing a few um, hybrid classes so those uh, the, the early morning classes, like the 6 a.m.s, um, I do hybrid style. So, you know, we have some people that are like, I can't physically come at 6 a.m. because the kids are up and, you know, I don't have coverage. Um, or they're just like, I need to be out the door by 7.05. So if I just, you know, flip open my computer and I do my workout for 45 minutes, then I can just hop in the shower. So um, that's been great that we've been able to add, add, like add that extra stream of income and, and have those clients because if we didn't offer it, they, they wouldn't be able to get to yeah. the studio for, that, for those times. So, um, and we've just been, I mean, I've been really thrilled with, with how, it's, how it's grown. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of word of mouth, um, which is fantastic that I have a really good client base that um, hype me up. They hype my other instructors up. Um, Cause I think that's like the biggest, the biggest thing for fitness studios, like the, you know, the best way you can get other people in there is by having, having your, your clients now bring new people into the, into the circle. For sure. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. obviously a yeah, word of mouth, a massive part of our marketing strategy. Right. And, um, Few questions there, Jen. I'd like to ask you first. Yeah, I too was a Lululemon ambassador back in the day. Do they still give you the 
kind of card you can buy pretty much as much as you want, whatever oh, yeah. it is. I think it was yeah. 4,000 a year back in the day. Maybe I'm in that ballpark. Yeah. Which was way quicker than you think. You know, I was like, oh, that's, and it's like three pair of pants in a bag. And it's <laughs> True. But yeah, for like what you do, like especially the, the Pilates style, I think it's obviously super helpful with uh, marketing and uh, cool. They hooked you up with a lot of yoga mats and all that. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah. If you could say, oh, let's start here. If you could say in one sentence why you decided to go from virtual to the to the brick and mortar gym, mm -hmm. one sentence or so. Yeah. The reason for that. I mean, I just miss the sense of community because I feel like there's only so much you can get from a virtual workout. Um, the energy that you create in a space when you're surrounded by 15, 20 other bodies moving at the same time is just un unparalleled to what, what I think you can get virtually. Um, so I think that it was really important for me to kind of say like, this is our safe space. Um, this is our community. Um, and that's a big driving force but behind everything at Pulse is there's not anybody that walks in that door. Even if I'm not teaching, I'm usually there taking. Yeah. Um, but there's nobody that walks in the door that I don't already like already know their name. If they're new, um, you know, I will introduce myself. And by the end of it, like they know probably like something ridiculous about my children. Or I know like that they're going through a breakup or that, you know, there's... I, I never wanted it to be like a, um, like, we're not like, we don't know each other kind of situation. Like you don't go in, work out and leave. Like you go in, hopefully you see a handful of friends or you meet some new friends, you know? Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously in the fitness business, but we're also in that relationship business. Like you're alluding to the community business, all of it. Uh, we, mm -hmm. wear a lot of hats. we wear a ton of hats here as, mm -hmm. uh, let's say as gym owners, I know it's more than that, but so to serve more people, impact more people in person, right? Kind of a mission yeah. here. Uh, just yep. tell us how many, told me off air, how many people are we serving uh, right now, Jen? Okay, Online, yep. in person, yep. all good stuff. Yeah, we're roughly at about the 300 mark for clients. Um, and yes, that's a handful of, like I said, we still have the on-demand platform. So there's some people that just do that. Um, we have, you know, plenty of people that do, do both. The hybrids, um, they'll do the on-demand classes or they also come into the studio. Um, I also have a um, certification in um, pre and postnatal training. So I do a lot of private clients um, for that, either you know moms-to-be or uh, moms that have, have given birth and want to um, kind of ease back into the, to the fitness world. Yeah, that's awesome. I do see that on your website. Obviously great service and something you don't see, see that much of. So it's a really unique offering you have. Now, Jen, uh, with this girl, 300 in a short amount of time is incredible, you know, awesome. Um, what's the, your marketing strategy been like? I know you alluded to like the word of mouth earlier, but have you done anything yeah. else to get those people in the door? Is that a combination of maybe location or yeah? what else? Have yeah, you yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I mean, definitely location. Um, Derby Street does a um, fantastic job of marketing on their own as well. So when we do the sweat series, which is like, it's, you know, you're in a massive like outdoor mall situation. So people stop and they're like, what, what's, what's happening that? over yeah. there? You know what I mean? What's going on? And so it's, it's a great way for them to be like, oh, that looks like something fun, especially because we do take, um, I, you know, we, we are primarily a bar studio, but we do um, bounce classes, which is the rebounder, the trampolines. So we take those out to the green and that always like drives the crowd to be like, what is that? Is that a trampoline? Right, right. Um, so, you know, definitely that. Um, 
I, for whatever reason, have like presented a really good, um, strong, like social media presence. Um, though, I mean, if you go on my social media and follow me on Instagram, the majority of people don't really care necessarily about my fitness stuff. They really care about my kids' lunch boxes and what I pack for my children, but that's fine. So it makes me like a real person. It makes you like a real person, you know? I'm like, like, that's, I know this is what you guys, they read like, uh, yeah. When I talk about my kids' lunch boxes or when I talk about my grocery hauls, this is really what they're interested in. So fine. But maybe when, you know, the, the, the idea is like, maybe when they think about bar, they think about bar by Jen and they think about pulse and that's all I, that's all I need. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's really been like, I mean, just try to, I'm, you know, I don't have a huge background in marketing, so that's really been my strategy is, um, just putting myself out there, um, and just trying to get my name, um, you know, and I feel like once we get people in the door, they yeah. stay because they stay for that sense of community. They, you know, there's people that are like, I, I would have never thought to try bar, but you know, I gave it a go. Um, and they're like, now I'm, now I'm obsessed and now I'm not leaving. And, and, and I'm not leaving also because now I have friends here. Um, so, yeah, sure. and I think everybody's craving that hardcore after this whole pandemic, you know? Yeah. A thousand percent. Uh, Definitely missed that the past, what, two and a half years now almost. Uh, yeah, so mostly pretty much all organic growth here. Uh, obviously, yep. location, location is an important thing for sure. Absolutely. Um, uh, what do I want to ask you here? So, yeah, uh, first, how, how big is your space, the brick and mortar, like square yep. footage? We're about um, a little under 1,300 square feet, so wow. not huge. Um, we're like one big room, basically. Yeah. Um, we have a small dressing room where we, like, you know, people can put their coats and stuff. We have uh, in two bathrooms, um, but it's all, it's pretty, pretty tight in there, but it's well, good. Yeah, I was going to say, so 300 members, you're, I would imagine a capacity or pretty dang close as far as members, right? Is that pretty yeah. much capacity? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, because, because of, you know, um, like some of the members aren't on a monthly pack. So they do like the 10 pack or the 20 pack and, you know, maybe it's Tuesday, Thursday that they come to Pulse and then they do their own thing. Yeah. other days or maybe it's monday wednesday friday um definitely because we're in the south shore um we're primarily um clients are either working moms or moms with kids in school so there are like our 9 30s monday through friday are our slant class like those, those are pretty much waitlisted right. every day um same with our saturday mornings um we do um a pretty big saturday morning uh crew Awesome. And then we do a ton of events, which is a blast. Um, I, I like to party. And, and um, so we do like a sweat and sip once a month. We usually have a theme that goes with it. Mm-hmm. We get a live DJ. We have a cocktail after we work out. Um, it's it's it, just fun. Yeah. No, that's great for retention too. I always found those events you alluded to before. And this mm-hmm. one you talked about. Yeah, that's like uh, great for retention and obviously a huge part of growing our community and just keeping people engaged outside of the workout, right? Like, right. It's, it's an awesome thing to do. Uh, Jen, yeah. how do you go about, I want to do talk, I do want to talk about that piece of it, but how do you go about setting up your membership packages? Do you have one, do you have four or five different models? How does that go? Yeah, I do. I have a few different models. Um, you know, we have the general, um, membership that's all access. So it's, you know, it includes the on-demand library. It can, it includes any of the hybrid classes and it includes, um, unlimited to the, um, 
uh, in-person classes. So we have that, we, we have just the on-demand um, subscription. So that's just like, they don't come, come to class at all. Um, and then we have packages. We have five pack, um, a 10 pack and a 20 pack. Okay. I say the, I would say the majority of people do that. Um, yeah. You know, I think people don't necessarily like commitment when it comes to like gyms. They don't want to yeah. feel like they're locked in, right? Right. Um, but like, you know, like I, I know, like I'm sure like, you know, everyone in this industry has heard of like the planet fitness kind of mentality where you're like, you want as many members, monthly members as you can get, and you really don't want them to show up. Sure, That's sure. not really how I, how I operate because the majority of people I have as monthly members are there every single day. Right. <laughs> and that's in the, the reason that they are doing that is because it makes the most sense for them to be like, all right, I'm gonna pay this price because I'm there every day. Or right. I'd be blowing through 10 packs left and right. Yes. So, and that's, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I rather, you know, it's not for me, it's not like a churn in, churn out. And that, I think that's the difference between massive gyms versus like these, you know, small boutique studios, like, yeah. You want the bodies, right? Like you want you want to see the faces and you want them in there. Um, I don't want them to sign up and not come. <laughs> yeah, we're not selling memberships. We're selling coaching and results, right? Yeah, well, exactly. Two different models. Uh, I don't even right. I don't even call we do a gym. I know that's what we we're saying. It is, but not mm -hmm. a, you know, a kind of fitness is a gym. Uh, right. Gold's gym is a gym. We're selling. Right. Yeah. You know, that's so it's way different. So obviously, Holly, way more valuable in terms of uh, dollars and all that good stuff. Now retention, Jenny brought. We talked about that earlier. I yep. assume retention is pretty high. If you have these three hundred yeah. members, right, been open yep. like six months here in this location, right? Yeah. Uh, so even though it's kind of newer, what is what have you done to keep people engaged? I know you talked about events. Uh, so right. besides the events, any other kinds of uh, ways you communicate with your clients when they're not with you? You know, the other twenty-three hours of the day. Yeah. Um, how are you? How are you able to keep them best engaged? to keep them coming back for more every day, every week, every month, and then hopefully year after year. Yeah, um, de so definitely, um, you know, the events are a big piece of it. We do a lot of um, challenges like throughout, like yeah. um, like every couple of months or so, and people love those, um, right? Like we we just wrapped up um, our bingo challenge, what was like, you know, it had like it has a bingo board and um, they, you know, they had to get the four squares. Of course, I'm like, all right, guys, you have to get the four squares. Oh, I'm sorry. It was six, six scores across. And, sure. and I was like, and then you're entered into the raffle to, um, you know, win the prize. But right. then I was like, if you want to fill out the whole bingo board, like then you'll get three entries. Well, yeah. everybody was like, no, we're filling out the whole, <laughs> it was like ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, all right guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, everybody was gung ho. People like that stuff. Right. And like, and it's like, you know, gives them something to aspire to and, gives them almost a purpose to be like, no, like, I mean, I had people being like, nope, blocked off my calendar. Like my right. boss tried to put something on my calendar today. And I was like, no, I, I have to win bingo. Like, <laughs> you very busy. Yeah. And so I think, and I, I mean, I truly do think that, you know, fitness um, plays such a big part in everyone in, in your mental health that right. I, I love to do these challenges because I think it just amps it up. Right. And like, everybody's like, they get they get locked in because they think of it as a game and or or they want to win the prize at the end and you know the prize is like a, a free sure. month yeah. with me so i'm like you see, hey hey guess what you still serve with me <laughs> like, no, people uh, love yeah people love that defined end challenge you know it's like yeah it's terrific and it's also a great way to get people started have you ever used that to like as like an initial offer to get somebody yes. started those challenges yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, Which it's a great have success with. I actually, I think we have better success with the ones that um that are just for the members that are already mm -hmm. members. Okay. Um, but I, I do think, like you know, if if people are are thinking about challenges, um, I think it's a great way to get people in the door, and you know, people like a deal, right? So if you're like, oh, I'm gonna mark down, the, you know, you want to do the challenge, your your monthly fees mark down, like even if it's ten bucks, I think it makes a difference. People are like, oh, I'm getting a deal, and like. And then, then the once they get hooked and they're then they're going and they're going, then there's no way they're leaving, right? Like so, they're in it for the next month. For sure, yeah. Give them that irresistible offer until they right. see you. Like show them, mm -hmm. show, show them what we do, and then right. then we can roll them into a membership or package or exactly PT or whatever we're doing. Yeah, I, I agree yep. totally. So we have a ton of members. You have a, a brick and mortar and a virtual platform. Mm -hmm. uh, Jen, are there any other services that you offer or products to increase average revenue per member? Um, so to get more out of the people that we have, because I think 300 members is awesome. Like that's a great number. So how right. are you able to, uh, to uh, for lack of a better term, profit more from the people that you already have instead of going out and getting more people? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of like moving into like those members and, and hitting like the, the personal training um, element of it. Um, you know, a lot of like a lot of the I said a lot of our members are, are moms and like then yeah. if they do become um, pregnant, like moving them over into a um, sure. a prenatal um, training group. Um, the small the small training groups, I think, are fantastic um, and people feel like they're getting a little bit more bang for their buck. Right. Where they're like, OK, you know, yes, this is pricey, but I'm doing it with two other people and, yeah. you know, yeah. it makes it a little bit more affordable. Um, yeah. That's my favorite I'm, model. Yeah, that's my favorite model. Um, yeah, the small group. Like yeah. one to six people, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I think it's like I don't know. I mean, I I think people get a little intimidated with just the price. Like if it's just one on one, because they're like, oh god, I have to really be like she's gonna be staring at me yeah. the entire time I'm like right. doing a plank. You know what I mean? Right. right. So Ten more seconds. Like oh god. Yeah. Exactly. So when it's like a you know, then there's a little bit more people. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it also holds them accountable because then they know like, all right, well these four four or five other people are leaning on me to show up for this six a.m. training right. class. I really don't want to, but I have to. You yeah. know. Um, so I think that's, that's great. So definitely doing that. I'm uh, currently getting my um, nutrition coach um, certification. So I'm working on that. So that will kind of roll in. Yeah. Um, because I think eventually, um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that I have, I have hired some fantastic um, bar instructors and um, I'm like, eventually people will get sick of me. <laughs> they won't, <laughs> they won't yes. always want to take my class. Sure, sure. Um, so if I can kind of, you know, mold in a little bit more and, um, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you find it, but I feel like people start to talk to their fitness trainer, their instructor as like the all encompassing wellness person, right? Like I'm always getting questions about mm nutrition you know what i mean um what should i be doing you know what should i do be doing for a pre-workout um what should i be doing for a post and um i am all about um you know doing additional trainings and and really um perfecting things and i don't and i'm like i've always said like you know i'm not i'm not comfortable talking about things that i'm not certified in so um i do have an interest in nutrition and i think they obviously go go hand in hand i think with fitness um so i think that'll be fun to kind of I add agree. that in before we dive in can you see yeah. this here or not can you see that 
Uh, hang on. Hang yeah, on your... you ah, I do. Yes. Is that Ooh. deep nutrition. Mm-hmm. What does one. it say? What? Why does it say what? Why your green? Why your why your jeans? Why your jeans need traditional food? So oh. I'm sure I'm sure you've read a ton of nutrition books and they're kind of boring. Yes. After ten pages, I throw it out. Yeah, that's this a good one. one. Nutrition book I've ever read. It's from 2008. She updated it. Uh, it was Dr. Catherine Shanahan. Okay. Highly recommend. It's really awesome. It goes into like traditional foods and um, how the modern Western diet is not so, you know, not so great. Right. Yeah. We can talk about this forever, but yeah. Right. Really great book. Um, I'm about halfway through. It's, it's pretty awesome. So uh, I just happen to have it here. So we started nice. talking about that and I, I might as well share it, but um, yeah. Yeah. Jen, I'm so glad you said that like our members come to us and as they should, as we're the expert in all things fitness, right? Or right. Health, all that stuff, which is terrific, which we should be. And then, um, that's why I asked. So you're starting nutrition coaching here soon. So you'll be offering that as another service. Yeah. You stand on the supplement side of the fence. Um, I don't know a ton about, I mean, I only know like what I, I do, I take yeah. and I, yeah. I tend to lean on people, um, with, with expertise in that area as well. Um, and, and that's the thing about all of all of these supplements and in nutrition and that and it's always it's so individualized, right? What yeah. works for you and what what doesn't? Yes, for sure. Yeah. So that's where like our coaching definitely comes in play. And like, uh, main reason I say is like our members are going to go and spend that money outside the gym. They're going to go absolutely. Going to go to vitamin shop. They're going to go yep. to uh, Lululemon and buy some gear. I know I've spent way too much money there. Yeah. Uh, they're going to go. So you got some nutrition advice, whether it's a book or online, or it's like, if we can be that service for them, I think it's, I think it's just better for us as a business owner, serve them better. All for those sure. are terrific. So it's, yeah, cool to hear that you are doing that and then adding more of that stuff here down the road. And yeah. it's only six months in, so it's still, still a brand new baby here, right? We're still a, right. we're still a new baby. So um, Jen, with that said, yeah. Have you got, are you still in a pop-up location or have you, are you? No, no. So what we went, we just went permanent. Um, So okay, yeah. Cool. Yep, exactly. So we're locked in for the next two years. Right. Beautiful. So what's the next? Uh, so let's talk next two years then. Yeah. Next two years for you, goal wise, for for your business, uh, some mm -hmm. goals you you want you will accomplish here in the yep. next twenty four months. Say. Um. Well, I'd like to definitely once I finish the nutrition certification, integrating that into Pulse right. will be a big part of it. Um, I'm very driven to do, um, I did my first bar teacher training um, a couple months ago, which was amazing. And I'm really into that. Um, it's, you know, because I, because I feel like I have, um, you know, a signature style of teaching bar yeah. and I want, um, you know, other people to feel like, like they can benefit from that. So yeah. that's a huge part. Um, and I, I just enjoy it. It's fun. I get to go into the technicalities, um, and the history of bar, which I am fascinated by. Mm -hmm. And then, um, touch on like musicality when it comes to playlisting and that all of that portion, um, is, is really fun for me. Um, so there's that. And then I also um, recently launched a retreat business um, with one of my, yeah, one of my girlfriends and I, she, um, she does, um, teaches classes at Pulse as well. So we're going to, we're having our first retreat the second week in June. Cool. So we are psyched for that. Um, so I yeah. really want to keep driving that. And I think that, you know, that's a big 
part of retaining members as well as gaining new members. So, you know, hopefully if they're like, all right, I don't know about coming to class. That makes me a little bit nervous, but they're like, yeah, I, I'm definitely interested in hanging out with like-minded other women and going on a weekend away. And like, yeah, there's going to be some fitness in there. And it, it like, you know, kind of introduces them and gives them a little bit more of a, um, a feel of what we do. I love that. As a, I love the idea of the retreat. Are you going to go somewhere in the Northeast or somewhere outside of Yeah, the Yeah, no, we're going to Vermont. Um, so we're psyched. It's going to be a blast. And we, I'm like, we weren't, we kind of set out to do this like maiden voyage retreat. And we were like, we don't know how this is going to go, but we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll see how it does. And like, we have 20 women coming. Um, the response was incredible. Other women were like, we wanted to come. We, yeah. they didn't like, yeah. you know, and we were like, we have this, we have this out and we're like, all right, I guess next time we need right. a bigger house. So that's great. So they're all, like, everybody's already like, when's the next one? Well, I want in for the next one. So, um, yeah, I'd love to talk to you about that off air here. I have some questions I'd like to ask you about yeah. that, like some yeah. pricing stuff and that sort of thing. So very cool. Like, uh, I think that's a great idea and especially to have like a whole niche. So for years, it's for women to come together, whatever yeah. somebody's niche may be, or like, mm -hmm. and you can obviously mix it up. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's awesome. And uh, very cool. Vermont's a great place for that, for sure. Um, so, yeah. so Jen, great goals. Uh, next 24 months, I'm sure you'll be able to tackle those. No problem. Is there anything, I know I had a lot of things that kept me up at night as a gym owner, yeah. a couple across the gyms for a decade. Yeah. And any, anything that keeps you up at night, you know, basically stuff that, you know, challenges really is probably a better question, but you know, I have things laying in bed two in the morning, like, oh man, the member quits or like a weird, there's a weird interaction yeah. or something like that. Or like you said something wrong, which is going to happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, anything uh, that keeps you up at night currently or that has in the past. Not yeah. I mean, there's, not counting there's COVID. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that was a big part of it. I mean, yeah, we didn't yeah, sleep there's, then. Yeah. Um, there's definitely, there's like little things like, you know, like there's, for some reason, our Thursday is like our least like, like driven day. And I'm like, it's like, I don't know what it is about. I'm like, why Thursday? And I'll just be like, it will, I'll keep, I'll be like, maybe I should move this class to Thursday. Maybe I should try this. Um, and it's so silly. And like, I know it doesn't matter, but you know what I mean? Like, you're just like, well, why is that the, uh, the only on, like, on waitlisted class? Like what's happening here? Um, it's silly things like that. And then like, I mean, I don't know about anybody else that like started like a new business, but like QuickBooks and like doing your payroll and yeah. making sure like your taxes were like what they should, like, I was like, I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm doing. We're not, yeah. There's not, there's you not, many, there's not many manuals out there. Like do this, 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 and this. Right. Cool. It's like, yeah, exactly. I, I agree. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I, you know, I can walk into the, to a class. I can teach five classes a day, put on my headset. Yeah. and give you a completely different class right. for those five classes. I'll be on, right. I can do that. But I'm like, QuickBooks, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, that's no fun at all. It's like, let's be honest. It's, that's like, no. that's not the fun part. It's like the boring work or like the, uh, but yeah, that's something that definitely keep you up. And I, I know that kept me up many, yeah. way too many nights for sure. Um, yeah, I wish there was a book back in the day that was like, hey, do it like this, 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 and it'll be cool. But you know, yeah. sometimes we got to make these things up on a fly. Yeah, the Thursday thing too is so funny because I term that day, it's like basically International Rest Day. Everybody. Yeah. What is it with Thursday? Thursday? It's like, I, I wear I, calls in a week. Everybody crazy. like, it's like, yeah, volume is always low that day. Yeah. I think it's just a thing across like the micro, probably every gym, but especially like micro gyms, you know, like ours across the board. But uh, yeah, that's so funny. So that's awesome. So uh, Jen, I think this has been great. I think it's a great place to, to wrap this 
episode sure. up. Where can yep. we, where can listeners check you out on your website, yes. uh, social media, all this stuff. Yep. Where can we find you and see what's going on? Yeah. Um, so, um, social media, Instagram, um, is bar by Jen. So it's bar two R's, um, Jen two N's. So it's bar by Jen. Um, that is also my website, bar by Jen.com. Um, and then if they want to check, um, Pulse Studio out, that's has its, has its own Instagram handle, which is Pulse Studio by BBJ. Um, and then one last one is my retreats, which are called slightly, slightly buzzed and well balanced. So they can find us. (laughs) That's (laughs) a great name. I'm literally writing, I'm literally writing that down as you said, (laughs) it's slightly buzzed and well balanced, right? Yes, exactly. You guys are on Instagram and all that good stuff. We're on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so it's my, yeah, my girlfriend, Natalie and I doing that. So obviously we're about, you know, having good food, good cocktails and sweaty workouts. So that's really what else could you ask for, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everything good in life right there in those three Pretty things. Much. Pretty much. All good feelings. Well, yep. Jen, I appreciate you uh, coming on, spending some time with us today and sharing her story. And we yeah. wish you best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this. Got it. And listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is the one, the only, Deanna out of British Columbia. What is going on, Deanna? How are you? Hi, doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to have you here. Happy Monday. Um, we're super excited to dive into what you have going on at your facility at TMT Nitro Fitness um, but before we do that, uh, first tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you get started with the gym in the first place? <laughs> um, I would describe my gym as a classic old school gym that is, we're kind of a, a family. We're a family of, I don't know what you call it, mixed bag of misfits and, and we've just become quite tight knit, um, I got into it. <laughs> I've always done a little bit of gym. I've done pole fitness and that sort of thing. Um, my kids were getting older, trying to figure out what to do with myself. And uh, my ex-husband had said, hey, you know, there's a gym in town that's for sale. And I went, what? And it was like the light turned on. I'm like, oh my goodness, a gym. That's where I belong. And um, I was always bugging him about how he got to do write-offs with his company and how I couldn't write off. I couldn't, you know, how do you explain it? I would do these lessons and they cost all this money and that. And, and then he presented, well, there's this gym for sale. And I thought, here we go. This is my chance to live where I love and to make an income from it. And 
I don't know. Um, <laughs> sorry, nervous, just trying to. <clears throat> oh, it's fine. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was very much a light turn on that this is where I belong. This, this is me. This is, this is it because yeah, kids were getting older. I have four kids and um, what do I do with myself? And so, yeah, so I stepped into suddenly becoming a gym owner and opening a little pole studio within the gym, got myself certified down in LA as a pole instructor and began this crazy adventure. Yeah, totally. I think that's a great story. I think a lot of people oftentimes, you know, they, they go from the, the traditional, I was a trainer and then I opened up a gym, but you know, it's kind of just like, it came out of nowhere and you're like, Hey, like time to run with it. <laughs> it's uh, I think that's yeah. a beautiful thing there too. You know, it's, it's never perfect timing. I always say that. Um, and so, okay, that's great. And I think diving a little bit into the gym here, you know, um, if I was a member, what, what options of services would I have to choose from? Um, if you were a member, then options is in like month to month or buying a pre-auth or. Uh, or so as in, I, yeah, like what you offer in the sense where like, I know you, Okay. Yeah, the like the poll classes, but is there anything else? I mean, obviously, there's nothing else oh, other okay. than that. It's totally fine to you. Well, there's <clears throat> there's the classic gym, of course, and then we have a street sport room. So the street sport room has a gymnastics type of flooring in it, <clears throat> and um, we have a bar rig, a pegboard, a rope, and wall mats. And this kind of was created because my one daughter Julia was into gymnastics and her and I began to learn handstands and so from there we created this room as a way for people to do body weight training aside from just the traditional lifting weights or to supplement the two together. And so that's been a bit of a hit and a lot of fun. We actually had a tournament, a competition um, 2019 before COVID. And uh, we had uh, six or seven people compete. And so it was a, a mixture of body weight training um, so you had your push-ups, you had, we even had the pegboard in the competition and yeah, so that's our, our unique special little room as well as of course the pole fitness room where you can do, um, I started off with just private lessons and that's been actually picking up lately and yeah, so that's kind of the gist of it. Yeah, no, that's great. I think there's a lot of versatility there. I think I mean, a lot more than other gyms, you know what I would say. Um, and, and so so how many members are you guys at currently? Um, <laughs> it's tough on now. I think around 200. Okay. Yeah. And, and so as a member, uh, if I became a member, uh, on average, what would you say my monthly payment, right? If I, if I signed up for just the traditional gym, or you know maybe a class or so. What would I I'd be able to pay on average to maintain my membership? Um, on average, probably around forty five dollars a month. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and that's, then yeah, that's across that. The the unique thing too with this gym is um, it is a twenty four hour access gym. Really. Okay. So um, when I first bought it, the twenty four hour access was an option. 
but um, basically due to COVID, which uh, as, as negative as COVID has been, it's actually been, uh, a, it's been good because it has forced me to make changes. It has forced me to reevaluate the gym and I am really happy with how it's being transformed because of COVID, which is, is pretty cool. So it began as an 24-hour um, access option. Now it is strictly 24-hour access, so um, FOB-only access. So now um, everybody that purchases, whether it be a month, a year, three months, they buy a FOB, like a one-time purchase, and then they have it for life. And people are really liking that because of course they can come whenever, plus the doors are locked. So there's um, privacy and safety, security. So um, yeah, that's been kind of the newest thing that I have completely gone over to um since the second shutdown that i've had to do with my gym <laughs> yeah and yeah i know especially in canada i know it's definitely different than um than the states or anywhere else um but great i think that's good that's awesome again alpha that 24-hour access is not too common I even you know i mean you would i mean at least it was prior but i feel like not too many are, are going back but I think that's great because i think a lot of people would want that because a lot of people do work crazy hours or maybe they want to go to the gym at crazy hours well we're in a we're in a town that is pulp mills and such so there's a lot of guys on swing shift or night shifts and so this has been a huge uh, benefit to them totally totally that's awesome so you know your demographic you know your area that's great that's awesome okay <laughs> and and on the topic of, of, of clients you know how do you guys typically go about finding new clients um well, of course, I have my TNT Facebook page, my Instagram. Um, I advertise on a digital sign that's in town. Um, yeah, I, I have to admit, I do wish there was a, I could gain more knowledge on how to better advertise. Because a lot of people um, don't know about my little gym and it's in a unique location. So it's not really obvious. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's it, which is, I feel like, again, I, I, I oftentimes when, when gym owners say things like that, I think it's, it's okay because you're supposed to be a professional at what you do. You're not supposed to be a professional marketer, a professional salesperson, professional anything. You know, it's, you're supposed to be a professional gym owner or trainer or whatever it is. Um, so something that's totally fine. I think there's always ways to learn more, um, more I've used, but again, one, you're still open and two, you're, I mean, you're at 200 members. It's nothing to be shy of. And I think obviously, I'm sure word of mouth has been pretty successful. If anything, or referrals, you know, I think that's always a big factor yeah. as well. And I think it always will play a factor. Um, and um, well, and then let me ask you this too. If, if let's say traffic wasn't an issue, let's say you could get unlimited traffic. What would you say in your opinion would be the hypothetically the most you could handle in terms of clients in a total number, right? Like what would be your maximum where you're like, all right, I can't take any more on. <laughs> um, well, I have to admit that since COVID, I've lost 40% of my membership amount. And so I'm hoping that will slowly climb back to where it was and it could handle more. So um, 
the gym has been a quiet tucked away on the second floor. So when I bought it, um, we, we gave it a, a complete facelift, repainted it. We literally moved walls like moved walls because it used to be <laughs> a bunch of offices on the upper floor and then they converted it into a gym and then it kind of stalled so we did a bunch of rental work and it's just getting its name back out there as something that's refreshing and new and yet still the classic old style gym um so yeah it could handle definitely double its numbers right now or a little more. Yeah, totally. I think that's good that you actually know what that could look like. Like, well, oh, I, mean, I don't even know, but to know where, where that, that maximum would be, is always a good thing to do because you know, you're not overextending yourself or making you uncomfortable for other members. So I think that's great. Right. And, um, yeah. and, and I like to always do is kind of let's take a step back from clients, but more or less, let's go into the beginning stages of, of, of being a lead, right? When someone is interested in joining, and you know they're new to the area, whatever it may be, but I'm, they're interested and they want to sign up. Can you walk me through the client journey from walking in, having the interest, and and the sales process to being onboarded as a client? What does that look like for you guys? Um, uh, other than I'm a little bit corny while I talk and I make them laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they'll come in with interest, so I'll give um, a rundown of the pricing and definitely give them a tour, um, pointing out the classic features of the gym, and we have a lot of equipment, and definitely pointing out the quiet street sport room where there's a great area to stretch or play with the bar rig. And um, we have a ladies only section, which I'll discuss, especially for the women, which they really like. And then there's, I'll, I'll walk them through. So I'm kind of walking through the rooms as I'm talking to you. And then there's a freestyle room where it's just open with um, kettlebells, skip rope, uh, bikes, kind of just an open concept way. And I, I pull up the features that there's quiet places you can go to work out. It's not so open and intimidating. And from there, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely explain the 24-hour access and the benefits of that. So, yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I think, I, think that's, I think there's no right or wrong way to go about doing it anyway. I think how you do it is the right way. Um, and, and well, let me ask this, do you do all the selling yourself? Do you do all that yourself? Um, <laughs> well, when I started, when I first bought the gym, I had employees. So there was a few employees. I worked quite a few of the shifts. Um, when the first shutdown happened, um, I, I read this book, Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Folio, I believe. And so that kind of became my mantra, mantra. So everything is figureoutable. So me and my man, we started researching like crazy. How do we keep this gym alive? What do we need to do to cut costs? We, how do we be able to reopen? So one of the things was cutting back on employees and cutting back on the hours. So 
going, okay, which hours are the busiest when people walk in the door wanting to buy memberships? And so we did some shifts and changes with that, changed the software program of my gym, made it more available online. So people could go online, go to a good website, find the pricing, actually purchase with credit card, and then walk in. The beauty too is this software program will send a person, say they buy a month. At the end, two days before their membership expires, they'll get an email saying, hey, would you like to renew? And then from there, they can go onto the website and renew with credit card or um, a lot of them will walk in. Or what I've been really pushing right now is e-transfer. So I have a lot of members that just shoot an e-transfer amount, which I get an email. Then I go to their the um, FOB system, my 24-hour access system. And from there, I renew their FOB so that they can continue to come in. So people can purchase and renew without actually stepping into the gym and seeing me. So this frees me up hugely to run a business on my own, which now I am since the second shutdown. I'm like, you know what? Let's, let's just run this, me on my own. I hired somebody to uh, do some janitorial work to keep up on things because I'm, I'm in there. I'm mopping the floors and vacuuming. <laughs> but I do have someone that gets to the nitty-gritty stuff and keeps on top of things. But now, um, yeah, people can purchase online. I activate their fobs. I'm available to phone, to text, to message. And it's, so I started this April 1st exclusively this way. And so far it's going pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's that awesome. That's there, awesome. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 that's great. That's great. I think uh, it was obviously a, a process to get there anyway. So I think that's awesome that you were able to, to, to make the most of the situation. And, and, and improve on what you think well, it's was improved yeah like yeah. I now no longer have to deal with employees I that eliminates a lot of my book work that uh, I know exactly what's going on in the gym um, I've delegated some of the cleaning which that is a weak area for me I I acknowledge that. And so I have someone that is staying on top of that for me and giving me the freedom to put more time and energy into running the company, into saying hi to people, into doing my own fitness, which then creates, like with pole, I then can teach my classes and I'm constantly learning and growing so that I can constantly be teaching new stuff to my people kind of deal. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. No, I think that's great. I think that's great that you understand that and you see the benefit of it. Because then some people do make those moves and don't even understand why they did it and they just put a more workload on them. But you understand that you're putting your time and effort into other places and that's the biggest thing. If you can do that and recognize where you need the help, I mean, that, that's awesome. That's great. So you're not moving into it blindly. I think that, that, that's that's great. As a gym owner, that's, that's important. That's important. <laughs> So, and what I want to do here, Deanna, I want to kind of turn the tables and, and, and let you self-reflect on yourself here, right? Because in the fitness industry or the gym industry, we, we typically use three pillars of business more than any of the five. And that's typically lead generation, which is your marketing, uh, lead acquisition, which is your sales, 
And then retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer and getting them to spend more money with you in the process. So upsells, for lack of a better term. Um, of those three processes, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Um, probably marketing, bringing in new members. I think I could definitely, um, that would be a weak area for me and that I would definitely like some growth in. <laughs> um, and the upselling, the, but, but yet that that's more pertained to my pole fitness than the classic gym. Right. So it depends on which field I'm looking at for that. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes sense. But I mean, so overall, I guess you'd say just this lead generation as a whole. Okay. That's fine. I mean, cause I mean, Ascension is always a, a it's always a gray area for a lot of gyms I feel too. So I think obviously it's, it all depends on, on yourself, I guess, and where you want to do that and where you want to incorporate those upsells. Cause for example, like you're not going to, some people don't, or at least for some traditional gyms, they don't want to put the the classes on top of anybody else who just joins. But hey, like go right into doing this. But sometimes, you know, if they're interested, in it, then by all means, go into the classes as well. So I get exactly where you're coming from there. Um, and that's fine. I mean, there's no right or wrong way to go about doing that anyway. It's just a good way to self-reflect. And I appreciate the honesty there because not everybody can self-reflect about, oh, oh, I'm good everywhere. <laughs> some people, I appreciate the honesty <laughs> there, seriously. Um, and on the topic of, of retention, um, I know you said you have a software. Is that how you track new members who come in and exiting members when the memberships are finished? Um, yeah, I, I could track that if I um, got more on top of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, the, the software definitely can show me that. Um, I just, I got to admit, I don't spend a lot of time doing that, checking the numbers. Which is fine. I mean, but how do you, so do you, is that how you, your main source of tracking there or do you use another way to track the members? Oh, um, well, I mean, income is definitely a huge tracker for you. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's inevitable. <laughs> I think for sure. Uh, I think most oftentimes that is definitely a sign, but yeah, I, I mean, as long as you have something in place, I think that's a, a major factor too, because I think oftentimes gym owners forget that tracking is a big factor and knowing your numbers is, is, is just as important as anything else. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's harder. It's harder for me to track members per se, but a lot easier to track the numbers. And I'm pretty on top of that one, like my income numbers and that. Um, I know I, I keep, I actually keep a log book on paper because I like things written down on paper so I can visually see. So every year since I've bought the gym, um, month by month, I record what the income has been in that month versus pre-offs versus, you know, just so that I can look back and go, okay, this is where I was. Okay. This is what COVID's done to me. Holy, mm, you know, and, and all right, now let's bring these numbers up and then doing a sale. And I don't know, just, getting the advertising out there and all that so yeah yeah no totally i think that's great i think that's great i think um i think honestly if, if that is what works for you, again everybody's gonna be a little different so i think that works for you and that's how you're gonna go about tracking then that's the right yeah. thing to do it for yourself so um and, and last two questions for you here deanna and so uh what is or what would you say is the, the bigger picture for for you guys at tnt like what's the overarching goal 
Um, I don't know. Basically, sure, be nice to get the numbers back where they are. Um, I, I, I would like more people in the gym again, and that feeling of just the family of it all because when when COVID hit I lost a lot of members but it, it wasn't just losing numbers I, I lost faces I lost people and it, it I don't know it, it's I don't know. It's it's sad when you, when you see this gym that's a fraction and you're missing the friendly faces. Like I lost a lot of senior people um, that I really haven't gained much of them back, and understandably, completely. Um, so I I would like to see the faces back, the smiling, the all that, that energy. That that's what I'm looking for. The energy. I want that energy back before COVID kind of knocked the wind out of everybody. So I really would like to see in the future, the energy come back into the gym, be able to do the competitions again. That was so fun. And definitely I would like my financial numbers <laughs> to come yeah. up because I, I really, I went through um, two years here of no income. I, I couldn't take any income except for what the government um, was willing to give me so um it's been pretty pretty tight and only now am i finally able to take my own income which is is great when you own a business and it's nice to actually make a little money when you own a business totally. so so yeah definitely the energy and financially get more ground back on its feet would be great yeah. and of course get some new equipment you know the upgrades I, I definitely need some newer equipment and yeah. Oh, I gotcha. And I think that's great. I think there's so many good points I want you to mention. I just, I just want to highlight how, how genuine you are. Cause it, I mean, obviously the income is inevitable, but your whole highlight was just the smiling face. It's like bringing that yeah. energy back. That just shows how genuine of a person you are and how much you're in this for the care of your clients and not just for financial gratification. So I think that's a beautiful thing there. That's awesome. Um, and, and, and last question for you here, and this is a tough one. We had a, we had a gentleman like two weeks ago who we asked this one and he probably spent about 10 minutes pondering outside of his, his office. And he's like, all right, I'm ready to answer. So uh, hopefully it's not too tough for you. But uh, basically if, if you could go back to when you first started the gym, right? Four years ago or so. Uh, what is, what's one piece of advice you would tell yourself uh, if you had the knowledge yet now, what's one piece of advice you would tell yourself from the past? Well, damn. <laughs> that is complicated. <laughs> I wasn't joking. I wasn't joking. Um, piece of advice I tell myself from then. You know, a lot of it would go back to that that book um, when COVID hit and reading that book, the timing was insanely perfect and um, everything is figure outable. So when I first started the gym, somebody would uh, cancel their membership and I'd be, you know, 
like, wow, how could you? Why would you? You know, and oh no, how's that going to affect the gym? No, breathe. Everything is figure outable. Chew this out, you know, um, and definitely become, always look for inventive opportunity to grow and learn. Um, and that, I, I don't know. I think basically that just always, always be learning, always be growing, always be figuring it out. And you, the crazy part of that is when you get in that mindset, it's so damn exciting. <laughs> like, okay. it's just, it's so fun. Like I, the business end of this, it's been a challenge. There's been a lot of tears but it's also been so friggin' fun because I'm learning ways to make this, to get through this and to create it to be successful. And that's an adrenaline rush. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that completely answers your question. <laughs> totally, totally. You know, that was more than answers. I think that's great. And I think, uh, I think a lot of uh, the listeners will definitely go check out that book. So <laughs> I think that'll be a big point for me because... <laughs> A lot of people have been there, you know, I, I've been in your shoes. I know what it's like. So I, I think that's great stuff there, Deanna. And so look, I mean, unfortunately, I think that's a pretty good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we wrap things up, uh, you know, shout out your Instagram, your Facebook, any social media, your website, where can people find out more about you? Okay. Well, I definitely have, of course, my Instagram and my Facebook, TNT Nitro Fitness. But I also have my 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 other baby is my pole fitness and I have an Instagram, Facebook, and I have a YouTube channel actually. So when COVID did its first shutdown, one of the things that me and my man, the guy, you'll, if you go on to my divine for arts, YouTube, you'll hear me talking about the guy. He's, he's the man. Um, we really did a lot of how do we promote and increase and and create something with this little pole fitness studio and so um i have a youtube channel it's been running now for two years and it's divine for arts and so it's tutorials and lessons and then we've also um begun i've begun body weight training myself so i've owned a gym and done calisthenics and handstands and pole fitness but not done bodybuilding itself but uh, my man's into that and so I've gotten into it and now I'm finding it highly addictive on top of everything else I do um but yeah divine oh, for art yeah. is is definitely my baby so awesome and it has stuff. actually awesome video stuff. footage of the gym in there and all that good stuff <laughs> nice okay yeah so I'll even check it out myself I'll check it out <laughs> <laughs> like Deanna we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and we look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Um, to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, click that like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us about talking about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you as soon as possible. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. 
The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive in the trenches of gym owners. We talk the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I am your host, Austin Montero. Today, we're joined by Jeremy Davis of Jeremy Davis Fitness down in North Largo, Florida. Jeremy, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Doing great, man. Looking forward to this. It's going to be fun. We talked a little bit off, off air about uh, kind of what's going on, what you've been up to. So let's dive in, man. So Tell us and the listeners why you started uh, this business. Now, I know you started it during during COVID, if you will. So give us like the background, why you started it, kind of what that experience was like for you and it's been like for you. Yeah, so, you know, I've, I've always been into fitness. You know, my whole life I was a college athlete um, and, and loved every bit of just training, taking the body through a whole different, you know, spectrum really, just testing my, you know, testing myself and te- taking the limits off myself. So... I've always been into the industry of it and wanted to learn, you know, new things. So uh, I opened up uh, just my toolbox, I'd like to say, of just going out there and, and being in the gym and being around, you know, athletes, you know, being here in the, in the Florida area, Tampa Bay area, I'm surrounded by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I trained at one of the top facilities here, it's Diesel Fitness. So I was interacting with, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneer players all the time. Um, during my MMA career, I was seeing them. So along with me doing my MMA training and then training at Diesel Fitness, I found a love for just helping people. As I had a great trainer myself, I was like, man, this is awesome. This would be a great thing. And I kind of just became an intern and started just picking it up, uh, getting in there as much as possible and being around these studs, you know, these athletes and putting them through workouts and seeing just how they, you know, operate. And bringing us up to, you know, how this all came for myself is, you know, I had the kickboxing facility going, doing great. And this was all before COVID. So, you know, the gym's packed, you're having tons of fun and uh, you lose all that. And um, losing all that put me in a, in in like a bad place. You know, I had just bought a house with my fiance, uh, have a newborn daughter on the way. So I panicked. I, I was battling, I've suffered in my life depression. I'm sure many of our, you know, people out here, gym owners, just business owners in general, sure. or just your average sure. person has faced yeah. depression. Um, but I faced it again for probably the third time in my life. Yeah. And, um, struggling, just really was struggling because I didn't know how I was going to make ends meet for a family. Yeah. Like you know, my fiance being a detective uh, here in the jail, you know, how, how am I leading by example? Right. You know? So I ended up, Working in an essential job, as they quoted, you need to, you know, have an essential job. So I stock shelves overnight at Target. 
But of course, like you and I were talking off air, yeah. eh, there came a point where that really wasn't doing it for me. Right. It was right. the overnight, you know, graveyard hours. Yeah. And um, so I came home one night, you know, after getting off work and was like, I have to get back into fitness. I have to do what I love to do. What pulled me out of depression, what brings me joy, what brings me excitement in life. Right. And um, so I had three med balls. I had six mats. And, and here's wow. how we started getting Jeremy Davis fitness rolling. Dude, that's very cool. That's a great, uh, that's an awesome story. Appreciate you sharing that, especially, yeah, man, like that depression piece, you know, I, I've been in a similar place, like, you know, you, your gym, basically COVID forced you to close, so it wasn't even a choice, really, right. um, and then, yeah, man, like, I, I know I sold my gyms, and then definitely went through a phase of depression myself, because you lose that sense of purpose, I think, and meaning, you know, like, you're impacting the lives of people every day. Like you go home at night, you feel like a million bucks because you just are changing people's lives. And like, yeah, yeah. And there's not many jobs that really do that, you know, and there's not many careers where we can do that. So yeah, once that's taken away from you or like you choose to not do it. Yeah. There's definitely like a big void there, I think. So it's like, how do we feel it? Right. Like, um, I just, and I wrote this down as you were saying it just cause you know, I've heard Joe Rogan say this, that, Lots of men live lives of quiet desperation. And I think it's sometimes that we keep it in, like, you know, like, because uh, we, we, we're missing that purpose. We, we, need to, we need to be building something, something, I think a business or a relationship, you know, man, just in general, people in general. So like, especially us. So, so it's cool, man. You started this, you started now the new business, a couple med balls, a couple of yoga mats, right? Yeah. So talk to us about, and you started this in your garage, it's, it's your new house, which is awesome. So just talk to us about, how you got that rolling, how you got your initial clients to come to the house and train and what that looked like for you. It was, man, it one, of course, you know, you take a lot of hits because of course you think my fiance wanted a gym going on in our home, our brand new home yeah. with a newborn during COVID. Um, probably not. So I took the heat a little bit for that. Um, but eventually she started to see that it was my passion. So you know, the garage was pretty much, I had tools in there, I had a compressor, I had the generator. It did not look like a gym. It looked like a garage with just some mats, a boxing bag, and a few med balls. And of course, being in an amazing neighborhood that I'm in, my, my neighbors would see me just, you know, training, doing a workout during COVID. Obviously, we're all home. So in my neighborhood, everybody's walking. There's kids walking, yeah. kids playing outside. There's families. They're everywhere out here. So in my mind, I kind of just told myself, this is my marketing for right now. Right. I'm going to train and, and see what happens. I was not necessarily nervous about getting out there, but a little bit. I was facing fear again of, do I want to interact with my neighbors and say, hey, I run a gym, but you know, this is, you know, or do you want to work out in my garage? You know, it was kind of hard for me to do that because I just came from a plaza, a nice right. storefront where interaction all day long people were in and out of the door all day yeah yep. so fear set in a little bit sure but then reality kind of hit in is why don't i just call my clients who loved working out with me in the kickboxing gym who loved coming every day why don't i start there because i built such a relationship with them that i had them in the phone i had them you know yep. on meal plans i had them you know interacting with me daily and i did i mean my first phone call to one of my my god my daughter's godmother who she is yeah. now and i said hey i'm gonna you know you want to do some boxing you want to train a little bit you know would you want to just come to the house and get out of your house yeah 
and it started, man. It it was with her. And, you know, I give my hats off to Sharon all the time, man, because she was with me when I had three yoga mats, you know, three med balls, five med balls, boxing yeah. equipment, and two jump ropes, man. Right, right. With a garage painted, one wall orange, you know, one wall white, a generator, you name it, just junk in a garage. Yeah. And just being with her set off this trend that just hasn't stopped, man. It's just a constant, uh, you know, steamroller that's just going. And yeah. we've picked up so many clients, man. And it's just, it's such an amazing thing because now I was able to really dive back into my craft. What brings me joy, what I love doing. And now, you know, I've invested into this garage that I don't even call the garage. It's, it is a gym because it's fully matted. It has all your, you know, most of your machines. It has vans, dumbbells, rowers, ski rigs, you name it, it's in here. And it's all really because of a dream and a passion that I know that I started a long time ago that is never get, you know, given up on. Yeah. You know, even with the doubt and, and with, you know, even my own fiance, you know, how are you going to, how are we going to do this? Yeah. You know, um, even doubting myself, you know, I think that's a lot, a big thing that a lot of us have, you know, in business, we doubt ourselves along the process sure. and sure. we look for outside validation. And I was seeking that. I was like, Oh man, I'll get you know these clients and they'll see that I'm doing something. But yeah. then, that really didn't bring me the joy though, Austin. I, I really need to look at myself and go, man, look how far I've come on my journey, right? right? I was once a janitor, you know? Right. When I was 30 right. years old, I was a janitor cleaning hospitals yep. Yep. at one point. And now I'm a business owner, you know? I, I, have, I have a great leader who, who guides me in the right path, you know what I mean? He has businesses all over the country. So having him as a mentor and guiding me in the right way to run a business I was like, man, I can, I can do this like legit. <laughs> I don't have to be in the park with a group of people. I can right. do this legit and, and pay my bills, pay taxes, you know, yeah. get fresh equipment and have yeah. fun and bring joy to, to my surrounding neighbors. But then also hitting, hitting the, the block and, and getting mainstream and, you know, Chick-fil-A yeah. own, you know, employees and, you know, just everybody that's interacting has, I always give the credit awesome back to my clients because without yeah. them, we wouldn't be who we are today. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah, I agree, man. I love uh, Jeremy that like, you know, it's kind of went after it. No excuses. Like, you know, this is on me full ownership, if you will, which I love, which I think we need more of, you know, in the world in general. So like really cool, man. Um, two things I want to touch on there before we move on, just like brought up your mentor and we kind of talked about this a little bit pre-recording, but just talk to us about how important it is, has been for you to, to find a mentor and to just kind of, you know, heed his or her advice and how it's helped you, how it's helped you grow within this business. He actually became, so it, it's very, it's odd how he became my mentor. He became a client. Yep. And when I first met him, you know, he was like, Hey, do you do home visits or business visits? Um, you know, or, you know, any of that stuff, you travel. And right. I was like, ah, I'm, I was just building the, you know, building up the gym. So I was like, ah, not too much, but you know, I can make an exception just depending on your time frame." Right. And he's like, yeah, I'll pay you X amount of dollars if you can do Monday through Friday this time. I said, oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and when I met him, I, was, I sat with him just like you and I are. And yeah. when I realized that this, I think I was talking to a successful billionaire. Right. You know? right. This dude has it figured out, man, since he was a kid. 
50 yeah. years old and, and, and has it planned out. He has businesses just all over. And so getting to know him and just, you know, really picking his brain and him getting on me of marketing, how to market right. better and, right. and how to really run a business. I sat down with him one day and just picked his brain, you know, it was, a no, it was supposed to be a normal training session, but I sat in his yeah. office for a whole hour to just let's, let's do this the right way. Let's, right. you know, get the business going. Let's, let's, and what do I need to do? And for so long, and a lot of us get in the situation where we don't want to ask for help, where yeah. our egos, you know, gets in the way. We don't want to ask for help. You know, like you and I off air, you're, you have great business advice that you can give me. It, I'm silly to not reach out to you. Hey, Osman, right. I want to sell. What do I need to do? Right. Instead right. of going and asking Joe Smo or Google, which people will do. Yeah. When you have, a, when you have that source right here, man, you have to put that, as I talked about earlier, back into my toolbox. So I put him in that toolbox, but, and I took him off of being a client. I said, I need a mentor and this is yeah. who it's going to be. Awesome. He had, you know, and I didn't look at all the materialistic things that he has. He has the Maybach. He has the nice house that he rents out. He has the big, tra you know, RV trailer. He has yeah. a home and an estate that he's building in North Carolina. You know, I, <laughs> I didn't look at all those things. I just looked at like the numbers. He's yeah, a numbers sure. guy. And sure. if you go to, you know, all of our successful entrepreneurs, oh yeah, it's numbers. They all have it, man. Yeah, it's so true. And it's the story you're telling me is like, I've heard before from like other people, especially in this industry, a client becomes a mentor. I was, uh, you know, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, Bedros. He owns, uh, I think, Fit Body Boot Camp. Yes. Uh, so he was, you know, a big guy, beard. Yeah. Yeah. So he was on a Nick Bear's podcast the other day, and I listened to him, and I've read his book. His thing's called Man Up. It's actually over there somewhere uh, in my bookshelf. But um, yeah, man, he trained a client, became his mentor, and uh, was he, you know, gives that mentor a massive, he you know, relates a lot of his success to working with his mentor. So, how did you, so you, he found you really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he found you. So just funny how that works, right? How things, how things work out that way and how he's helped you in this regard. So that's really cool, Jeremy. I love that. And I think, you know, we can only do so much alone. We can't get to that next level without help. You know, it's, it's just impossible. So like we can't reach our full potential without the help. So really cool. You found that. And we have a lot of younger listeners who, like I said, I think before want to open a gym to you, um, want to get into the business just to stay in this for another minute, like how important do you think that is for that younger person? You know, like when we started, you know, I never had that, you know, and it probably wasted years and made thousands of mistakes without having that. So just, uh, what level of importance do you think has been for you? Like on a scale of one to 10, having this mentor 10 being great, you know, one oh, being nothing. Man, it's a 10. It's a 10. If I can give them some more credit, I would, right, right. Um, but, you know, like to touch on what you were just saying there before I hit onto that is, you know, we weren't like for any of them young listeners, man, doing the whole park thing is a good startup, but it's not sustainable. Right. You know, how long can you really pack up in the car with your yoga mats, go out there with a kettlebell or two and, yeah. and, and do a little boot camp? It, it's not sustainable. Right. You know, I had acquaintances who I seen, you know, try to, you know, mock the blueprint and, and it didn't last. It was a month or two. And then they, they were like, ah, nine to five. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, I say this, get yourself someone close, you know, like I'm very, I have to tell you, I'm very grateful that you, you know, uh, gave me some information, you know, off air that I can reach out to you about. I very, I'm very thankful for that. So yeah. thank you for that. Uh, 
and, and I, that's what I mean to these younger listeners, reach out to, to those that yeah. are, you know, in the higher field, you know, um, I listen to Andy, uh, if yeah. you guys know first farm. So, you know, listen to his podcast and how he just really grinds at it, you know, and not be afraid to reach out for help. Right. Yeah, I, right. I'd be silly. I'd be really silly to not take your advice, but also silly not to listen to my mentor when he's like, save your money. Don't, but you don't need no more equipment. Save right. it. That's huge. You yeah. know? And, yep. and that's what happens though. Cause the ego you're competing with yourself and your ego and you're like, man, I need, I need this. Yeah. I need to get better. I'm growing. The numbers in the gym are growing. So we got to put more equipment. Right. If I didn't have a mentor, he, I would, dude, I would have, this place would be packed full of equipment and I would be broke. We'd have every arsenal, arsenal strength piece on the line, you know, because they have. <laughs> yeah, we have and that's like definitely like we'll say, I don't know, uh, like a rookie mistake, right? We always like, yes. and I think you, you hit the nail on the head. It's like, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses, if you will. But yeah. like most, most people who are training and have no clue and don't care, you know, what kind of equipment we have. You know, we could do a thousand things, like you said, with a medicine ball, with a kettlebell, with body weight, with, Absolutely. with the basics, if you will. And, um, yeah, and I, we can use that money we're making in better ways, you know, to invest it in the business, whether it's marketing or, hell, maybe paying ourselves at some point in time, you know. And it's like, how do we make this a career? You know, that should be the goal. And so let's go down that road a little bit. So let's just talk about Jeremy. Like I said, i am uh, been on your website. I'm on there right now. Um, services you offer, let's just run down that. What is the services you offer right now? Um, in the garage, and I know we have some goals here to move potentially out of the out of your garage, but I don't even like using that word garage. But you know what I mean. What are the services you're offering with, within the business right now? So yeah, so we offer. I do cupping treatment, which I've been two years of just diving in that and, and becoming you know doing cupping therapy, uh, inflammation, uh, the massage gun treatment, which is just some basic little things. I have a massage therapist who will come to you or in the facility nice. um, that will take care of you as well for all your nicks and knacks. Um, yeah. And then I got unlimited packages. I really, here's the thing where my mentor is like, you got to break it down. Cause man, on that website, on our Facebook page and on Instagram, it was just a list. Yep. And so you'd be sitting there scrolling and then you got to go, you know, play with your packages, which one I want to do. Right. And so I broke it down to unlimited being, you know, Monday through Friday with some Saturdays private or with a partner. Uh, then yeah. you had 10 days, 12 days uh, out of yeah. the whole month. And then you had two. So you're able to really break that down to fit your schedule. I wanted to fit someone's schedule where, where they didn't feel like they were obligated or pressured to make it yeah. Monday through Friday with the Saturday group training. Um, I wanted to just be kind of like, I hate saying kid friendly, but adult friendly or kid friendly, sure. that, that type sure. of way. And then I do boxing, which of course, with my background, I've been boxing in the MMA for 14 years. And so I love boxing, um, giving, I do more. I wouldn't say boxing and go fight, you know, in a ring or a cage, more of yeah. self-defense. Okay. So a lot of the, you know, my clients, more females than anything, take it for the self-defense purposes, which is a huge, oh, huge. The cardio is totally different than any cardio we do, especially different from our hit day compared to boxing conditioning. Yeah. It's totally different. So I get a lot of hits for the boxing uh, just to yeah. start, but I, I, I broke down when I got with my mentor, we broke it down to where, I accommodate to pretty much anybody in their schedule. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be that, that guy, that trainer, that, that I'm pretty much like that friend or family member. I accommodate to your busy work schedule. Right. Right. I know everybody out there has kids probably that I, that I've interacted with um, and has a busy life. 
So I yeah. wanted to be able to connect and interact with however, through, for 31 days, say for a month, you can come see me and there shouldn't be an issue. There shouldn't be an excuse. Yeah. Dude, I love it. Yeah. A few questions I want to talk to you about here. Um, so the unlimited personal training that you run, um, do you do it like set times of the day and, and can you handle, is it more like, say I did it and somebody else can, can two people or more sign up for that one, say it's 8am, that one time slot. Absolutely. So just before I got with you this morning, I was able to get four of my clients in all at one time, run Beautiful. it perfectly. And, and I like doing that sometimes. And so do the clients yeah, uh, because the energy vibe, you know what I mean? We fuel off each right. other. We're laughing. We are cracking jokes, but also having fun. And I feel, you know, being in these big name gyms, you lose the fun, you lose the excitement, sure. of even wanting to go and, you know, put your body through torture you know, or your mind. So yeah. I love, I love our group sessions, even if they're small, but I, I do love the, the one-on-ones, you yeah. know, cause I'm able to dive in and really focus on, you know, that Pacific person's, okay. you know, what their goal was in the first place when they signed up or what they're sure. looking for in the future. So that, yeah. So that unlimited, it could be one person in that time slot or four potentially. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. And they're all going to, no matter what it is one or four, they're still paying that rate. Um, that's on that you advertise, right? Correct. And some, cool. some of them may like, so say you were one of the clients who maybe only had the 10 package or the 12, yeah. you, you join in it, in on that and, and see, you know, someone who's, you know, Sharon, for example, she's been with me since day one. So I, I always give her a lot of credit. Some of the clients who start in our, you know, on two days a week, they see her and they're like, wow, you train every day. And when she, you know, she's a CFO of a big company. So yep. and they're like, wow, well, if she can make it, doing it. I should yeah. I should be able to get in here and make this. Yeah. And, and that's usually how it happens. Yeah, I like that idea a lot, man. I'm like I said, I'm on the website now as you're speaking, just seeing like the scheduling. That's really cool. Talk to me about um like you, you're doing cupping, right? Cupping sessions. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Is that do you do the cupping yourself, Jeremy? I do the cupping myself. So I was uh, obviously my massage therapist when I was fighting was getting certified yeah. to do the cupping treatments. Got and it. I was like, kind of, I, I was always fascinated by Chinese medicine. Yeah. 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 So I was like, man, what do I got to do to you know, learn this? Right. Said, well, you could buy this like $400 kit and da, 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 da. And I was like, ah, eh, yeah, I'm not really that into it. Right. So I went on Amazon and I just typed in cupping treatment kit, found them for 12 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, it's the same thing you have. I'm just missing out some on some other tools. Yeah. So I started to just intern and really follow up with her and, and take these classes. And I was like, oh, let me uh, do this to myself a few times. Yeah. And I realized like, you know, my mobility came, I tore my labrum in college. So I was able yeah. to get, some, you know, more rotation and, and full range of motion back into it when it, you know, got inflamed. And I was okay. like, let me check this out. So then Sharon again was my guinea pig and I just started to work and work and then it just blew up. And awesome. usually probably our, my unlimited uh, clients, they get that at least once a week. Okay. And they pay for that on top of the PT, on right? Top. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Can't say that. Yeah. You know, can't recommend that highly enough to new, new trainers. A lot of people just give stuff away. Yeah. As I'm yeah. sure you're aware, Jeremy, right? People just give stuff like that's a valuable service, super valuable. And obviously it's our time too, as well as trainers and coaches and business owners that, we can't just be giving stuff away for free all the time, you know, like, and if we give stuff away for free, people perceive there's less value in it, you know? So like we need to, there is value in it. And it's especially like our health is the most valuable thing. I see you also do uh, virtual coaching, virtual training. How is that part of your business looking like? It, 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 I really haven't used it, but 
I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. My yeah. client, my newest client, Jennifer, who I just got last night, she, her schedule is just very busy. You know, she okay. saw me last night at 7 p.m. So she even asked, she said, your virtual training, is there a way, you know, if I can't make it, can I get home and we can go through a workout? Absolutely. Yep. You know, absolutely. I, like, I, I, I mean, I've been contacted about online coaching and, and being more virtual. Right. But man, you know, again, where I probably, I would probably pick your brain for some of the, you know, some of these things. We can all just go on YouTube. You know, I, I'm almost like, am I I'm competing with YouTube, which is free. If I get yeah. a certain, like I'm on that fence, you know, I've always, you know, I see, you know, side note to what we're talking about. I see Kevin Hart's trainer, you know, he does it for a dollar on his app. And it's just like, do I take away from my connection with my clients to yeah, do that? Sure. I was always yeah. on the fence. So for young listeners, you know, they might want to dive into that a little bit more than I have. Um, but the virtual training aspect, this will be my first client that I actually have that will go virtual. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, yeah, obviously that part of the, uh, coaching space is growing tremendously you know i think Huge. 2022 there's like five billion dollars in the online coaching space by 2027 wow. they're predicting they're predicting 59 billion by 2027 uh so it's definitely a big thing man like and i'll tell you about this after i have two friends that actually used to go to my gym mm -hmm. who have moved um and they are now just uh crushing it in that space i'll talk to you about yeah. that after but uh yeah it's definitely a thing and it's an awesome thing to potentially add or yeah, a lot of ways we can go there, but that's, it's cool. You're doing it now and starting with uh, this client now that you right. just picked up last night. So just to kind of review and recap, Jeremy. So a lot of the clients you've gotten through, um, people you've known from the past, from your old business, right? Contacting them and then through kind of referral based stuff and, and, and the neighborhood, right? Right. So no, you're good. No, so no digital ads yet, no paid marketing yet, nothing like that. So of course I had I had to I hit a plateau as we would say uh, yeah. of course as you hit that like what do I do you know five yeah. clients ain't cutting you know right. my house right. isn't small um, having right. a you know a eighteen month old daughter isn't cheap nope. and you know taking care you know making sure my wife is happy as well so I had to get out there and start marketing and so I yeah. paid of course Facebook has been probably my money maker okay. and the website's great but I pull so many clients from Facebook. Uh, Facebook has been a hit for me. Uh, sharing reels on there, sharing just, you know, talks like this yeah. uh, has been a real push for me. Paying, I think I paid maybe 25 bucks in Facebook ads total. And I have gotten probably half of my clients from those ads alone. Wow. And then of course, I didn't want to stop there. I'm, I'm hungry. I'm, you know, 33 years old. I'm hungry for growth and I'm always wanting to learn. So like any entrepreneur should, again, I say this as they should get on your own feet and walk yep. door to door and get out there and put your name out there. So I literally went, I live in a great area. I've walked my whole neighborhood, hung door flyers that I printed off of Vista print, yep. <laughs> you know, and then went to our local plaza here that has tons of businesses and have left my business cards. And I have had business owners from those businesses, employees, and then of course half of literally I could probably say close to half of my neighborhood trains with me. Wow, that's awesome, man. That's really cool. It's tapping into your local market, yeah. really tapping into it, using like guerrilla marketing strategies paired with like the new age Facebook strategies, uh, which is really good. With Facebook, what has I'm not, I'm actually on your Facebook page right now, so I can see your gym. I love that little wood uh 
the wood wall. That's amazing, man. It looks Thanks to my wife. That's my wife. That's way more than a garage. We'll say that. Yeah, so, you know, you couldn't tell if you just look at it. Way more than a garage. Yeah, it's very cool. All black and yeah, uh, yeah really cool. Um, so yeah, with the Facebook ads uh, and with just face like social media strategies, what's worked best for you? You said you use Reels a lot. Yeah. You use that on Instagram and Facebook. And what have you noticed that's like caught people's eye and got them actually in your door the best? I would say my full body transformations, you know, yeah. so as you and I were talking off air, I ran a, an eight week program, 1500 bucks uh, guaranteed yeah. to lose weight and really dive in. Um, but when, you know, I had a few that joined that, but when that died off, I was like, wow, I love like, just, I don't know. I love transformations. You know, yeah. I, I love to see, you know, I've tried, you know, a carnivore diet, you know, yeah. I, I tried keto, you know, yeah. plant-based. I did these things. So I wanted to, do that with my clients. So my cousin came to me, a heavy, heavy set, about 100 and maybe 90 pounds, almost pushing 200, uh, high school kid, and you know works with a great company. My uncle owns a title company, and I said, "All right, well, you're going to be my guinea pig." So I focused on really like sculpting him to a T, and yeah. I put out a few pictures of him throughout this transformation. Yeah. Boom. Then it yeah. hit. And my barber did an eight-week program for First Farm, and he came in third. And so I was like, dude, this is, I'm here. This is what I want to do. So then I, I don't, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but we live in an obesity place, man. This place is, there's yeah. fast food everywhere, you oh, know, yeah. everywhere it's fast food. So I attacked that market. I went yeah. for obesity. I went for your heavy sick, you know, individual who doesn't want to work out. Right. And I grabbed two more high school kids that were overweight, bad out of shape. I built their confidence. They thought it was a whole transformation of body, which it was, but I was building their confidence because I come from a place, as we talked about earlier, depression, you know, mental health has been a thing to me for the past four or five years. So I wanted them to feel better about themselves. So transformations were where I was at. And then it just, you know, capitalized off that. Okay. Now I'm getting athletes, guys who were playing high school basketball, going to play college. And I just started putting it all together where now I have my 70 year old client who you know, has a bad hip, now has no problems in the hip, no problems in her knee, and yep. able to move and, and go out there and enjoy life with her grandkids and with her kids. And that's what I wanted to do because, you know, we think it's always about us on this journey, you know, and it's really the client, the client's changing us by what they're doing and what they're producing, because I love what I do. Austin, I yeah. love what I, I love waking up at four in the morning and getting after it with my clients who are here at the crack of dawn. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I can I can hear it through. I can feel it through the screen, man. The love, the passion, and and we need love that so much in this in industry. And the energy is like contagious, you know. Like yes. if we're coming in and like all down and like it ain't gonna work, right? So like, no. um, yeah, the transformation piece I think is awesome, and and that's where we can have the biggest impact uh, on the most amount of people because, like you said, like yeah, no no reason to sugarcoat it. No pun intended, but like yeah, obesity is a massive problem. You know, you see all the stats out there by. I think by the year 2050 or 2030, 2050, I think 70% of the country will be obese, which is insane. Yeah, 70%, which is almost three out of four people, obviously. Like, so yeah, we have a, those are the people that we can serve and help the most and make and have the biggest impact, I think, on just health. So like, so um, I think also I, too, yeah. I, not mean to cut you off. I just think yeah. also too, for, our, you know, obviously our young listeners, even, even people who've been doing this longer than me, you know, I'm still yeah. new to it. I'm a, you know, a guinea pig to it all 
just being raw, you know? So my, the Facebook page, man, I'm just very authentic and just, you know, no excuses, just results because people look for that magic syrup that they can put on a spoon and take yeah. that magic pill, you know, that they can take, but not want to put in the work. Yeah. That's all great. But if we don't go out there and put in the work that is needed, we are not going to get the results that we're looking for. Right. Right. You right. know? So I'm just very raw, but then I, you know, cause we live in a sensitive world. So yeah. I'm very, I'm, I'm, cautious of how I word things, but at the same time though, I'm going to be raw and authentic with you because yeah. it's needed because I want them to look at themselves and be like, you know what? He is right. Or I need to make these changes. I've been, you know, I had a client who's, who watched my Facebook for six months before she signed up with me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. that just shows. And, and the first thing she said, you, you were just being honest, like yeah. you, know, you were being raw and you had great content. And I was like, this is the place I need to go to. Yeah. No, it's great, man. That's awesome. One last question on the uh, that initial high ticket offer that you do because I think it's so important, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's the best way to start people for sure, from every aspect of it. But what are you doing after that? I know you do you do an eight week one, Jeremy. What are you doing once that's complete to keep the client with you training? Do you push them into it? Do you not push them? But do you how do you get them to stay with you? Basically, what's important? So I usually so. I usually, if they've been committed for that whole time and they, I mean, they didn't have a vacation, they didn't have nothing yeah. pop up. I'll push that unlimited package at them yeah. like no tomorrow, you know, yeah. I want yeah. them nonstop. Let's keep the ball rolling. If right. I see, you know, that they started to tamper off at the end, I'm going to push the lowest possible package at two Got times it. a week. Just, then that's, you know, they get that time to regroup themselves. Yeah. yeah. Maybe go splurge a little bit, right. you know, you right. know, sometimes, you know, need to go drink a glass of wine or a cocktail. Someone to go eat out to dinner and do this and that. Cause eight weeks, they were strict. They were strong. Right. So it really just is based off my client, but I usually typically push that unlimited package. Let's keep the ball rolling. You're doing a great job. Why give up now? Right. You know? And right. I, and I always read, I, I never, some people take this wrong. You know, I've talked to a guy who opened up a gym just up the road for me and he's like, aren't you, do you ever feel like you're bragging about yourself? And it's not necessarily bragging about myself, but I didn't give up, <laughs> you know, I didn't give up on, on, on this dream and on this vision. Austin, you didn't give up when you had your two gyms, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so when these clients are in here, why would I say, all right, well, eight weeks is up. Well, we'll see yeah. you next time. Good luck. Yeah. No, I yeah agree, good, man. Like for what, why throw them back out there with, with the sheep? Yeah. Exactly. You exactly. Know? And so keep them going and just feeling confident about themselves. So I immediately push yeah. the highest package that I have. And Perfect. then it's like on that fence, I'm like, all right, well, let's do this. How about we commit? I always like to use words. I get that from Andy a little bit. He always like, let's use better wording. So let's get you committed yeah. to two days a week. All right, let's get committed to two days a week just so we don't lose anything that we've already gained. Yeah, man. And it's like, all right, I, I can, I think I can manage that. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do either Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Thursday. And then guess what? I'll even do this. Saturday's a little group session. When I'm having one, come on in. Yeah. And they're perfect, like, yeah. perfect. Like, okay, so I'm, shoot, technically he's giving me three days. If I equal it out, you know, I'm saving. They start playing with these numbers as they yeah. should. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's a good deal. But as you and I know, them two days and then me giving them that Saturday, eventually they're like, all right, I'm back. Let's get back on another program. Let's yeah. do five days and let's rock and roll this thing. Yeah. yeah. I love it, man. I love it. It's so good. Um, 
Yeah, I just want to talk about that because, you know, like, you, like, like we've seen in the industry, if people do these challenges and then they fall off the wheel. So it's like, we have to have a plan. And I love that you said kind of to push them if they've been committed and they show a lot of enjoyment in doing the program to push them to the unlimited package. And if not, you have other options where you can work with to keep them going. And because yeah, you don't did eight weeks hard, you don't want to waste it, you know? So like really cool, man. And I love the, I love the verbiage you use with like using the right words, like using the words committed, just gives us this nice, like integrity tie down with our clients to make them yeah. committed to us and to themselves and, uh, and us to them as well. You know, it goes, it goes Absolutely. both ways. So yeah, man, a really good stuff. Jeremy, what's next, man. Um, things have been going pretty well. We have a lot of cool services here. Nice initial um, high ticket offer, if you will, and uh, cupping and a bunch of other stuff going on. What's the next year going to look like for you? What are, what are we trying to accomplish here? If I can beat, you know, my own ego to the side, which I'm, I'm doing a very good job at and, and listen to my mentor, listen to my fiance, listen to my soon to be business partner. I hope uh, one of my best friends, Houston, um, if I listen to them and just push my ego like I have and just really blow out this, uh, this house gym, as they call it, if I blow this out like I'm doing and keep doing a great job, I see myself within 12 months where to have this big facility where it's a one-stop shop. We have the top CBD ointments for all of our athletes, uh, for arthritis, for our, for our older you know, clients that need it, uh, smoothies, shakes, massage therapists, cryo chamber, um, and just working with, you know, other organizations to really just come together. I see it as there's enough for us to eat, you know, in this, in this business, especially there's enough for us all to eat and get a piece of the pie. There's no need to compete. But with that being said, I want to be a one-stop shop. I don't want you to leave my facility and then have to go to cryogenics to go to the cryo chamber. Sure. Sure. I want you to be able to train. Hey, can I hop in the chamber? Absolutely. Yep, and yep. so that constant, you know, of just, you're not, you're not going nowhere. <laughs> I mean, if you quit the gym industry or, you know, quit coming to the gym, then I don't, I mean, you're probably going to be like, you were talking about the obesity rate. You're probably going to be part of that, that crew. And that's just being raw and authentic because I, I plan to have everything in there. I plan yep. to have the boxing where we have the ring so we can have athletes actually come in. My MMA team can come and train there and, yep. and be there with my coaches that, you know, have, we have, 10 fighters that's in there. So now you're seeing that, um, that's going to bring in, you know, off-road clients who want to be fighters or, or train just the art. Right. Then you have, you know, our massage therapist, you know, she's been with me, um, for the past four years. So she's going to, of course, come in there and, and do those things. So it's, a, it's a one-stop shop. You just won't be able to beat it. And it's going to be a, I plan to see a storefront, of course, as many gym owners know, a world we should know all know in the world prices are through the roof yeah um as we were looking at a unit it was at 1.1800 and it's now 27 so just in a matter of three months it jumped up that high so that course, much. We, had the, we had to hit the brakes and that's yeah. where my ego was like no go do it and it's like okay. you are silly <laughs> yeah. you are yep. so silly to go pay that much more for a unit that you had for 1800 or even talk them down because my buddy's a good you know, negotiator. So yeah, we're just going to hold off to that. But that's the plan to get this storefront and then just make it a state of our facility. For sure, know? man. Yeah, I, lo I love it. It sounds like a great place and to be able to have these local partnerships come together, you know, and, and form this one-stop shop, like you said. And yeah, like you brought up the ego piece, you know, ego is definitely the enemy in this industry. It can, can be. So like 
to be smart enough to know not to right now, you know, to maybe go find another space or wait a little bit to like the market. If it settles down, who the hell knows? It's getting yeah. it's out of control. And that may be the, that may be the rates, what they are like. So it's, you know, but uh, yeah, just kind of wait for the timing is timing is right. And not, not take too big of a, not take on too big of a financial burden right away. Yes. You know, so you can always, you know, you can always grow into something or, or, you know, move if you need it to. So uh, yeah, it's very important. Last question, Jeremy. Um, how would you define success within this business? What does that What does that answer look like for you? And I'm sure it's probably different a few years ago than today. Um, I know mine is way different, you know, from when I started till today. But yeah, how would you define success uh, with within the business? Mm, that, that's an awesome question. Um, as you, as you stated just there, you know, years ago, I would I would say. Uh, as we, and we've talked about a little bit here, my, as long as my ego is doing good, I'm successful there, Austin, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, now it's, um, it's my happiness in this business. If like, you know, we were just sitting there a minute ago, if I walk into work and I'm just dragging, you know, dragging ass, excuse yeah. my language. Yeah. Um, it, it's not fun to me. It's not success, you know, to right. me. If I'm miserable, you know, dealing with clients and, you know, you know, just waking up to do what I was called to do, then it's not success. Right. Um, for our listeners out there, I don't, I don't want them to look at the money aspect because it's, yeah, it's great. You know, um, as you opened my eyes and, and, and pushed my ego to the side with the, with having friends who are on the yeah. online coaching, you know, there's, there's money out there to be made in this yeah. industry. Yeah. So that will come. Right. But I would say realizing that I put in all this work, man, I, I woke up, I got door to door. Yeah. I did that. I printed these flyers. I went out there and did this. I did that. I went and made this my name. This is my company. This is my name. Yeah. That's success. I mean, I was the first kid to go to college in my family. My mom was second. She's about to finish and go for Very her cool. master's. You know what I mean? I'm a, you know, my dad rest his soul. You know, he was an awesome businessman for Microsoft. You know, my brother's running a big company in, in Naples. I had to, I had people, you know, doing big things. So here I am, I'm running a business that I love, that I literally die for. That's success to me. I, I don't need the, I don't need the Ferrari just yet, even though that's my dream car. I don't need it just yet. I have an right. amazing home, <laughs> amazing home in a great neighborhood. I have a healthy 18 month old daughter. That's super smart. I have yep. a strong fiance. That's about to be my wife in just about 47 days. Right. And I got a healthy mom, you know, my family's doing well and that's success. So yeah. in this business, don't go looking for the accolades of, you know, the cars and all the jewelry or any of those things that they talk about. Focus on what brings you peace and, and, and just excitement in your life. And that should be what you're diving into every day in, in this business and, and watching lives transform in front of your face, you know, cause you see them the most. Yep. Watching my cousin, you know, lose all that weight and then start putting on this lean muscle, um, seeing my barber do the same thing. It's like, wow, like, you know, I was a part of that. I never yeah, liked sure. full credit, but I was a part of that. And For so sure. that brings me, dude, that like, that brings me excitement. And that, yeah, and to me, that's success because at the end of the day, hey, how'd you lose all that weight? Jeremy Davis Fitness. Yeah. You know, that's marketing right there itself. Oh, hundred percent, man. And I, I think that's a great answer. And uh, yeah, I kind of sprung that on you, but I thought I knew you'd have a good answer for us. So that's why I asked you, but um, no yeah, we get to be like, 
the Mr. Miyagi, the guide, you know, yeah. which is like in every great story, you know, the clients are our heroes. Every great story has a guide, right? Like you got Mr. Miyagi, you have Yoda, you can name other yeah. people, but like we get that opportunity to do this and uh, something I think that's really special and important. So really cool what you're doing, man. And I wish you guys the best of luck. Jeremy, where can the listeners check you out on all your social media, uh, website, Facebook, Instagram, wherever else you may be? Where can we look? Where can we find yeah, us? So, of course, I always I always let my clients get a little, in, a little into my personal life. So, of course, my personal life, you can find me at Jeremy Davis on Facebook. Uh, tap into my amazing family. I'm a Disney dad, so I'm probably at Disney every weekend. Uh, so you'll see a bunch of that. Um, and then Jeremy Davis Fitness on Facebook as well. On Instagram, it's going to be Jeremy Davis Fitness 1. You'll see a lot of our reels. Uh, just a lot of the transformations that have happened, you'll see on both of those platforms. Um, and then right now we're working on the, the Fighter and Me podcast. So that's just me getting with some of the athletes that I train, uh, sitting down with myself and um, just really talking about mental health because it's, it's overlooked. And as I stated when we started uh, this podcast this morning, you know, mental health is huge and fitness yeah. saved my life a lot because it was, a, it was an escape from what I was probably dealing with. Yep. And so I want anyone out there, if you're battling with mental health, um, fitness is a good, you know, escape. It's definitely a good way to, you know, get out there and, you know, express yourself a little more and take whatever's going on out on the weights, man. So uh, all those platforms and you can find me, I'm definitely interacting with everybody. Uh, I'll never leave you on the side. So uh, definitely check me out. We appreciate you. Awesome, man. I'm going to check you out. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, uh, fitness is definitely the best. Uh, depression drug, anti-anxiety drug on there, you know, and uh, something that we definitely get a great chance to to share with the world, which is awesome. So it's a, yeah. such a unique job. And Jeremy, we thank you so much, man, for coming on today, for showcasing your story, talking about business and shop and what you're done, what you've done, and what you're doing here in the next year. So we appreciate it so much, man. Thank you. I appreciate you, Austin. Thank you for having me, man. You got it, brother. And listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.